Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We have Jordan McFadden, who is a star offensive lineman out of the University of Clemson, joining us today. Fresh off Pro Day, was at the Combine, was at East West Shrine. It has been a busy few months for Mr. McFadden, but Jordan, appreciate you for jumping in, man. How's everything going? Yeah, man, everything's going well. You know, I'm excited to be here today for sure. Absolutely, brother. Well, Jordan, I, I want to definitely ask about a few of the cool things that you've been able to do this process, but I, I want to start off just a little bit on the Clemson career, man, because look, we, we saw the Deshaun Watson era before you got there, right? Really started to get things going and be one of the premier programs in college football. You were a part of that 2018 recruiting class, I believe, with Trevor Lawrence and those cats, right? So yep. you were a big reason for why it has been sustainable, right? Why it continues to be as good as it is. Can you talk to me about, you know, just kind of coming into Clemson with those high expectations and just maybe a couple of favorite parts about your Clemson career? Right, yeah. Coming into Clemson, like, um, they had won a national championship, you know, two years before. So, you know, it, it was already kind of the standard of, you know, winning, getting to the playoffs, winning big games like that. So um, when we came in, you know, I came in with, you know, Justin Ross, Trevor, Xavier Thomas, K, like a studs, like a bunch of, you know, great players. So, you know, we had, you know, kind of in our mind what we wanted to do, what we felt like we could do. Um, and then we also had a great, like we joined a great team, like a great group of seniors, great, great leaders, great young players with, you know, Christian Wilkins and all those guys. So um, they made it a lot easy for us as freshmen coming in. Like they made the transition easy, you know, and um, definitely, you know, grateful for those older guys that were there to kind of help us do that. Um, but, you know, I had a ton of like favorite moments at Clemson, but I mean, it's hard to beat winning a national championship, like mm. being on top of the, you know, the, as good as you can get in college football, that's where you are, you know? So to be able to, you know, experience that, and that's something so many people don't ever experience, you know, it's something that like I would cherish forever for sure. Having been on a team with with Trevor, who was considered to be this, this amazing prospect, which I'm sure that that was strange to be around the guy that everyone was talking about. But at the same time, this past year, you shared a field with another young quarterback who's getting a lot of praise in Cade Klubnik. Are there any similarities maybe you see from those guys and what Cade can bring to the table in the future for Clemson? For sure. I think the first thing I noticed uh, kind of when I met Cade was he's, just, he's literally a natural leader. And it's something that I felt um, – being around Trevor, like Trevor came in as a freshman, like he didn't overstep boundaries, you know, like mm. um, he stood in the freshman's place, but he was still a leader. Like he was a starting quarterback. He led, you know, by example and, you know, vocally. And that's, that's how I feel about Cade. Um, like watching him just come in and, you know, kind of the way he came in towards the end of the season as well. Like he's a leader, you know, he, the way he carries himself, the way, you know, he leads by example, you know, he's a verbal leader. So, you know, the two biggest things that, I noticed between those two is just the leadership qualities they possess. Jordan, I know that you have been a mainstay on that offensive line, both at right tackle and left tackle during your career, obviously for several years now. I want to ask, because I feel like it's one of the biggest cliches in the world sometimes for people to say, oh, the best team, the best defensive line I see every day in practice is the best I'm going to see every every week on a, on a regular basis, right? But in your case... That's true. I mean, it's, it's not false, right? Like you're, you're going against Brian Brissini right. and Miles Murphy and KJ Henry. And I know you're playing a lot more scout team than first team all the time, but 
What is playing against guys like that? How does that make you better? Yeah, man. Being like me and Miles, Miles was playing my side. So me and him went to went against each other pretty much every day. We we're in mm. practice. So being able to go against a guy who would be a first rounder like that, it prepares you. You know, like what I there very rarely did I see anyone as good as him on game day. So like yeah. walking into the games on Saturday, I knew that, you know, I was prepared for this moment. You know, I've been going against one of the best defense events in the country, you know, each and every day for the last what three years. So um, just walking out on Saturdays, knowing I was prepared for this moment. And, you know, the hardest part was done in practice, I felt like. Well, and Jordan, getting into a little bit of the draft process, because I mentioned a couple of things that you've been able to do, right? You have a successful career at Clemson, and then imme- almost immediately you're out in Vegas for the East-West Shrine Bowl, right? So can you take me through just that experience getting out in Vegas and what you felt like that brought to, you know, just your development as far as continuing to get better as a player? Yeah, um, I mean, going to Vegas, like, I had no idea what to expect at all. Um, and I didn't play or practice. You know, I had uh, kind of had a minor injury in the bowl game, so I just um, – you know, set myself out for, you know, precautionary reasons. But being able to be down there, uh, first of all, I met a bunch of great guys, uh, like, around the country. Just there's tons of good players, but also great people um, from so many different teams. But being able to be down there, interview with, you know, a bunch of different teams, pretty much every team, and being able to go through that process, um, I felt like it was important for me. Um, I feel like, you know, being able to talk the game of football, you know, something – you need to be able to do to play at that level. So, and I'm, I feel like, you know, that's, you know, what I'm good at. So being able to do that around a bunch of scouts, um, I feel like it helped me a lot for sure. For your, uh, your training process, I know that that all is very grueling, but uh, where were you training at? Maybe who were some of the other prospects in the class that you were working with on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I was out of Frisco, Texas, training with Duke. Um, and- oh, yeah, it was a ton. Like, yeah, what was like, that yeah. like? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really fun. Like, it was definitely hard, like as it's supposed to be. But I was around fifteen or sixteen guys, and so like we had a good group. We got closer and closer each week, each day. So, um, yeah, I was out there with guys like you know Peter from Northwestern, um, Tyler Steen from Alabama, uh, Jalen from uh, Maryland. Like, there mm-hmm. was just, there was everybody there was you know just great players. So. Um, it was fun to be around, be able to you know compete and push each other for sure. Yeah, that, that, and I just had an interview with Steve Avila this morning too, and I yeah, think he I was, was down there, there with Duke yeah. as well. Awesome, man! Yeah. So you, man, you had some uh, good competition guys. down there. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, Love it. Well, then Jordan, obviously, you saw a lot of those guys when you went up to Indianapolis for the NFL Scouting Combine, and I mean. You ran sub five in the 40, man. Obviously, the training was doing pretty good from the athletic side of everything. What was that experience like, man, just being up in Indianapolis? For me personally, when I was growing up and before I realized that I would never going to play in the NFL, right, I was like, I want to be in Indianapolis one day and run my 40. What was that experience like, man? Yeah, like, you know, I didn't really um, understand how big of a moment it was until we were walking to the stadium, like, get ready for to run our 40s and, you know, get on the field. So, you know, as we're kind of entering the stadium, there's fans everywhere. Yep. Um, and just – it was just, like, a very, like, crazy out-of-body experience for me. Like, I had no idea, you know. It's something that you always dream of, but, like, to be able to live that moment was special for me. Um, and then, you know, I had no idea what I was going to run officially. Like, I, I really – we didn't run a full 40. They didn't want to hurt anybody's hamstring or anything. So, like – I wasn't really sure. I, I knew I wanted to run sub five, but I wasn't sure um, what I was going to run. But after I ran, I was really nervous walking up to the line, like super nervous. 
Um, but after I ran, had no clue walking back. And then um, one of the guys I trained with, his girlfriend was watching the combine. So she was texting him the times. He was like, you ran so far. But I was like, I almost started screaming. <laughs> I was so happy. And it was just, so is was there no experience. feedback though in the in the in the in the stadium? Is there does it not tell you the time? Because you always see guys looking up and looking yeah. around, and I, I you can never tell if they know what the speed right. was. Are you relying on somebody texting you? Is that how it works? Yeah, so on the second one they'll show the time, the second four they'll show the time, but on the first one, okay, they, they yeah, they don't show it at all. So you're you run it, you're walking back, and you're literally like you have no clue what's going on, what you ran or anything. And then luckily he was there to tell me, um, and then you know, you get 10 or 15 minutes, you know, while everybody else is running. So you go check your phone and then like my phone was blowing up. Um, <laughs> just everybody was like, yeah, like I was telling everybody I wanted to run sub five, but uh, you know, to be able to actually do it was, was really cool. What, what, what was the rest of that experience like in Indy Jordan? Because for people that don't know, I've been to Indianapolis to cover it a couple of times now. And for players, man, it's not just the on the field stuff you see, right? Not like you're all. getting up early in the mo- like four o'clock in the morning, sometimes <laughs> for medicals, you're doing the team meetings. It's a grueling couple of days, man. Some insight into that. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of scouts I was talking to out there said this was the best it's been for players. So I couldn't imagine kind of what you know, the earlier groups of the guys before mm-hmm. me went through. But for me, like I was in the hospital for medicals from 10 to 10. Well, probably, yeah, about 10 in the morning till three. I know some guys who were there from 10 to eight at night. Like, oh, my God. All, it could be an all day thing. And then the next day I had to, you know, go get another MRI. So I had to wait another two hours. And um, then you got outside of medicals and you just got meetings with like different teams, which, you know, the first day they we went in there to meet with teams and we were in there for like four hours. So it's just, it's just a lot, not a lot of downtime, you know, kind of keep you busy. I guess, you know, they, they want to see how you perform kind of, yeah. I guess when you're not, you know, sleeping at your best or whatever it may be. So um, definitely, you know, cool experience, but very busy for sure. Tiring. And how, what was it like getting back to the pro day here, man? Because obviously you're in a more comfortable environment. Right. You get to see some of your guys again that you've been away from for a couple months. What was that like? Yeah, no, I was I was super happy to um, just be back, like in Clemson, around you know the younger guys who were on the team with me last year, years before. So to be around them, and then obviously the guys that you know I came out with, KJ, Davis, Allen, those guys. Um, just to you know be back in an environment where we all know each other very well, we're cheering for each other, like. Pro Day was a great environment, um, and, you know, those guys and a bunch of, you know, younger guys who are still there came and showed support too. So it was just good to be, you know, be back home. I feel like a, a lot of us in the media have like a foregone conclusion of certain guys that maybe transitioned positions on the offensive line. You played primarily at tackle. It right. seems like the expectation that everyone's throwing out there is that you might end up playing inside a guard where one do you see yourself succeeding in the NFL? And then two, what is maybe the feedback been from NFL evaluators, NFL team personnel? Have they told you anything on where they see you fitting best in the NFL? Yeah. So, I mean, some teams have told me, you know, we think you can play tackle. Some teams are, I see you moving inside to guard. And then I've even snapped a little bit and you kind of, the way I look at it now is the more you can do, the more valuable you are, you know? So being able to, play tackle at a high level here for mm. so long, have tons of tape. And then um, I feel like, you know, I feel com- super comfortable transitioning at guard. I worked at, at Clemson at practice a lot against, you know, great D-line, as y'all said. And then, you know, for the last two two months, not two months or two and a half months, I've been snapping as well. So just being able to, to, to do all three, you know, I think will help me. Um, 
And then as far as where I see myself, I, I feel confident I can play tackle in the NFL, but I also feel conf confident that anywhere you put me across that line, you know, I'll, I'll succeed and do well. So, um, you know, I don't really care where they put me. You know, I just want to, you know, play the game, um, and, you know, I'll be happy with that. Well, because Jordan, you're such a unique player, right? Because like you, you might only be a bit over six foot two, but you got 34 inch arms. You got an right. 82 inch wingspan. Like you're very long. And then obviously you're a good athlete in general. Is Has that always been something that's kind of come natural to you be able to play in space because of the length you have, the athleticism you have? Yeah, um, it came to me like at a young age, even, you know, really before I started playing football, like I was always just a big kid, but, you know, I love playing basketball. So Having that background, like that helped me a ton, just my with my feet being able to move. So um, I started playing basketball at a young age. And, you know, luckily because of that, you know, it's helped me, you know, be successful at football. I know every offensive lineman has an answer to this question. Is there a particular play that when you know it's called, that you get excited? Maybe if it's if you're kicking out a defensive end or something along those line lines, is there a specific play that you love to be called uh, for whatever reason it might be? Yeah, I would say um, the big, the my number one play that I love is, you know, we ran a reverse, um, and it's been mm -hmm. on like social media, but we run a reverse where like, you know, I, I step down a little bit, um, and then, you know, kind of go back out and try to get on the corner or something like that. Um, that's one, uh, and then we also have another play where it's kind of like tight end will pin down, and I'll pull around for the corner as well, just getting out getting out of space getting on those little guys like that's all that's all been fun for me so, so you like beating up on the dbs is what you're yeah, talking about man. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny i was about to say, i was about to say the same thing man you're picking all the little guys but it's all yeah. right man. i love it i love it well, well those George guys talk the most crap so like it's kind of deserved absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely. oh that's true i mean most most defensive backs don't even put their mouthpiece in because they're just too busy no. talking all the time right. time you know what i mean so yeah like uh, I, I i've played in games where like me and the D, the you know the DB are like nowhere near each other. That I'll just hear him across the field just talking. I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's oh, it's so funny, man. I I know Jordan now only a few weeks away, and I know you've already been meeting with teams. But um, are there any uh, top thirty visits that you have set up with some teams that you can kind of tell us about? Yeah, I know. Um, in April, I'll be going to um, Chicago. Um, I'll be de in Detroit and we're still working on setting, setting up something with Seattle. Um, so those nice. are, the, those are the three I have right now. Um, you know, who knows what else will come, you know, at this point, I don't really know what every, with any day holds, you know, at this point, you know, my phone just, you know, I'll get a text from, from one team or another team. So, um, just on standby for, you know, whatever, whatever comes next. That's what your agent's for, man. It's like, you yeah. set the schedule and I'll go where you tell me to go. I love yeah, that, literally. man. Well, well, Jordan, I know we're only a few weeks away, and I know that's it's a it's going to be a, a great moment for you and your family, obviously. But can you just talk a little bit about just how long NFL's been a dream, man? I'm sure this is yeah. probably a childhood dream that's about to come true for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, just talking about it like with my family and um, even with, you know, some of my close friends here at Clemson, like it doesn't feel real at all, yeah. you know, like – just playing football at Clemson, like you think your time there is never going to end in college. Like that's how I kind of felt. I was like, yeah, I've been like been here forever. Like this, this is never going to end, you know. But um, there does come a time in a day, a time in a place where you know things come to an end. And um, you know, for me, it's just you know trying to enjoy this journey up to you know the NFL. You know, a lot of people you know don't have that opportunity. Um, and a lot of people, you know, once they get the opportunity, they don't make the most of it. So the biggest thing I've been trying to do is, um, 
you know, with any opportunity I have, just make the most of it. Um, and, you know, just make those around me, who, you know, support me proud. I love it, man. And a part of that support system, my last question for you is just where, what's the plans for draft day and just how looking forward are you to the fact that you get to spend that with the people that have been supporting you for so long? Yeah, uh, definitely going to, you know, have a little get together, you know, my close family and friends. And, you know, I'm super excited, like just to be able to, you know, just a little, a little weight off my shoulders, uh, just, yep. a, just a little bit, but to be able to share that moment with like the people who've once again been there for me and, you know, just supported me, you know, from the moment I've started, you know, playing the game, um, like it'll be special to me. It'll be probably some tears might be shed. It'll be a special <laughs> moment for me for sure. I love it. Again, joined by Jordan McFadden, star offensive lineman out of University of Clemson, 2023 NFL draft prospect, only a few way, a few weeks away from the big day. Jordan, we appreciate you again, man. I know it's been super hectic, but thank you so much for giving us some time today, man, and best of luck the rest of the process. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. Yep. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.